Welcome everyone to the Inspired Jewish Woman podcast, a place to come together to meet other passionate Jewish women from around the globe. We here value unity and we come together from different backgrounds, places and stages in life. We focus on what unites us being a Jewish woman. We believe that every woman has a beautiful and unique light to shine to our community and to the world. In these podcast interviews, we find the light in others, and we learn from everyone. These are the topics that matter most to you and empower you to be the inspired Jewish woman that you want to be. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, everyone. It's Eve Levy here, and Hanukkah is around the corner. It's one of my favorite holidays. It just so happens I was born on Hanukkah, and my Hebrew name is Yehudit, who's the heroine of the holiday. So I guess it makes sense that I just love this holiday. Not only the food and the family time, dreidel games, but I think what I love most about this time of year is the idea of miracles. The Hanukkah story is full of miracles. The miracle of the few being victorious over the many, the miracle of the oil lasting for eight days. Ooh, I have a question about that. Why do we celebrate eight days of Hanukkah when they found enough oil to last for one day? Really, we should be celebrating seven days, right? Doesn't that make sense? There was oil for one day and the oil lasted for eight days. So really, we should be celebrating for seven. But I think the message in the fact that we celebrate eight is that possibly... There are miracles happening all around us, things that seem mundane, lighting a wick in oil, having a fire lit from that. Maybe even that is a miracle. There are miracles happening all around us, and I think we're just not even noticing them. We say science, we say nature, we say, oh, coincidence, oh, it just so happened. No such thing. Everything is ordained from above. Everything is divinely inspired. God is running the show and pulling the strings and miracles are happening nonstop all around us. So I guess the question is, do you believe in miracles? I think everyone loves hearing about a miracle. There are numerous books written about miracles, small miracles, large miracles, chicken soup for the soul miracles, unseen miracles, miracles from heaven, right? There's so many miracle stories out there and we love it. We cling to it because miracles imply that something powerful overrides the natural order of the world. And a miracle says that we are worth a miracle and miracles show us just in case we were wavering in our faith. It shows us and it proves to us that someone is in charge up there. And that's very comforting to us down here. So there's lots of miracles. The Torah is full of them. Big ones like the splitting sea and the 10 plagues and God giving the Torah on Mount Sinai. Even things like God giving tsarat, leprosy, to someone that would gossip. There were miracles that were happening very often. But as time goes on, God, so to speak, hides himself more in nature and makes it harder for us to see miracles so blatantly that things are coming from him. This is a byproduct of our exile, that we are not seeing things so clearly. We don't have so much clarity, and God is hiding his face from us. But as Ben-Gurion, the first prime minister of Israel, once said, a Jew who does not believe in miracles 
is not a realist because our whole existence is one big miracle. Just the fact that we, the Jewish people, are around today is nothing short of a miracle. We may be small in numbers, but look at our accomplishments. We leave a mark on the world. We hold so many Nobel Prizes. We're trendsetters and entrepreneurs and scientists and educators, doctors. One of my friends, her husband was one of the scientists that developed the Pfizer vaccine. Unbelievable. Jews have risen to the top of every field and every industry. We're so proud of Israel as a country. Watch the video, Israel Inside. Unbelievable to see what's being developed in Israel is helping the world. Considering how many times nations have tried to destroy us and literally wipe us off the face of this planet, we're doing relatively great. And if we were not persecuted and killed throughout our entire history, we would surely be in the billions today. Just imagine what could have been numbers like the population of China and India. But let's not cry over the spilt milk. I think we should celebrate the fact that we are around and we are a miracle. With all the persecution and so many millions of Jews that were killed, sanctifying God's name, dying Al-Kiddush Hashem throughout all the centuries, the Holocaust, the Spanish Inquisition, somehow... We made it. We are living miracles, the Jewish people. So how do we see miracles in our lives? Okay, we all love miracles. I think we're at this point in this talk on miracles where we could, okay, we get it, Eve. We want to see miracles. It's the month of miracles. Okay, so here is a little tip that I learned. The degree that we focused on something in our life, okay, and really give it attention and make space for it to happen, more of it could come our way. Okay, I'm going to repeat that again. To the degree that we could focus on something in our life and give it attention and make space for it to happen, more of it could come our way. It's like touching something, clicking on something on the internet. All of a sudden, you're bombarded with more of it, more ads, more coupons, more groupons, more anything that has to do with that thing. I mean, in my house, we have Google and Siri and Alexa and all that. If I even mention to a child, let's look into going to a karaoke bar. All of a sudden, my phone, my internet, everything is flooded with ads for karaoke bars, right? It's the same thing with miracles. If we give it attention, make space for it, we'll see more of it. There is a famous pasuk in the book of Psalms that goes like this, which means he who trusts in the goodness of God, no matter what, he will be surrounded with kindness. I think it was the Kotzka Rebbe who said, where is God? Wherever you make space for him. Meaning, if you choose to trust, if you choose to believe that it will be good, it will be good. And by the way, the Jewish people, we are known to be a stubborn people. <laughs> we are called an Am Kashe Oref. We are stubborn in our faith and even in times where it doesn't make sense. That's just who we are. Throughout the most difficult times, we held on to our faith and our slavery in Egypt. We kept on having children and carrying on our nation so that we knew that we would be redeemed and we wanted to have our nation to redeem. So here's another rule. So we spoke about making space for things. Here's some more. What we train our eyes to see, 
we'll see more of, okay? We need to condition and sensitize ourselves to seeing and finding miracles. Okay, so what do I mean by this? So I just moved to Chicago. I have not yet done a Chicago winter. People have scared me about this whole winter situation. Like my next door neighbor, when I went over to say hi to him and say, hi, I'm your new neighbor, my name is Eve. He said to me, have you ever done a Chicago winter before? And I said, no, no idea, what, what's it like? And he said, well, where you're standing over there last year, the snow would have come up to your waist. <laughs> I was like, wow, thank you. Thank you for the welcome. I don't know much about snow. I did grow up in Toronto. I've been gone for 22 years. There's a reason that I wasn't rushing back to Toronto. I did not love the winters. So let's go back to seeing miracles around us, okay? If I would ask you a few questions, like your life, has it been changed or has life changed in general, right? We'd say yes quite a lot. Well, how about in the rainforest? Like the trees and the insects and yes, global warming. And, you know, there have been some changes in the environment, but in the African wilderness and the savanna, it's pretty much business as usual, right? Even for hundreds of years. But our lives have changed so drastically, so drastically. Think about the skyscrapers and the underground heating and the high-tech washing machines and medicine. Everything has changed drastically. Someone, God forbid, who gets breast cancer nowadays does not need to die. Years ago, it was terrible. It was almost a death sentence. Nowadays, there's so much. There's medications and examinations and surgeries and options. We have so many options. So our lives have changed so drastically for the better. And I think back to this whole COVID experience that unfortunately we're not completely out of yet, but in such a short time to have gotten a vaccine that is working and has saved so many countless lives, unbelievable. We could say science, we could say it was people, we could say the technology, or we could maybe open ourselves up that there is a bit of miracle in that. I'll give you another example, travel, okay? I used to travel a lot <laughs> before COVID. I'd go to Israel many times a year. You'd literally pop an Ambien, take a nap, you wake up refreshed, you're in Israel. What would our ancestors say to that, right? Some of them, their whole goal was to make it to Israel, and they didn't. They couldn't get there, and boats were turned away at the docks. Boats were sunk. It was so hard to get to Israel. People were sick for weeks on end on boats and ships, and people didn't even survive the journey. And today, with our travel conditions being so good, we still complain. We still complain. Literally, your chair is in the air. You are up in the air, people are serving you meals, and you're reclining your chair, and we have to sit on the tarmac for an extra 40 minutes while the crew fixes a problem, and we are up in arms. It's so bizarre. The conveniences that we have in our lives, we take them all for granted. They might be miracles. Be open to it, open to seeing miracles, seeing the small mundane things every moment of our life, there's miracles. They're flying all over the place and we are too busy complaining. So the more we can train ourselves to see the small miracles, 
the more we could create an opening for bigger things to come our way. And we want God to shower us with miracles. I just took a deep breath and I want you to do it also. Take a deep breath. Every breath is a miracle. Just a breath in and out. Just think of what's going on in your body, all the comings and goings and the oxygen and the carbon dioxide picking up and coming off and the blood and every single cell in your body that's being rejuvenated. It's like a million subway stations all coming and going at the same time. We don't even think about it. We take it for granted. We are so blessed. We are blessed beyond imagination. Everything is incredible in our generation. We have every opportunity. We have so much luxury and food and abundance. And today's generation has never been so miserable. Why? Why is it? Why is this the most miserable generation that has so much abundance? It's because, in my opinion, we're just not noticing the miracles. We take things for granted. There's this saying in Hebrew. I remember this saying from when I lived in Israel 12 years ago, and our apartment mates in our building, they would say this, and I hated this term. These are the two words, magiali. It means like literally, it's coming to me. It's like this attitude of entitlement, like, oh, magiali, like it's my turn to get the skipping rope, like magiali. It's coming to me. It's mine. It really should be mine. That is entitlement. As we get towards Thanksgiving, and really, truly, every day is Thanksgiving as a Jew. And our name, Yehudim, is actually from the word Yehudi, Yehuda, Judah, the tribe, when his mother gave thanks, tremendous thanks. And we are named for that. Now, there's so much we could do to build this muscle of gratitude. We should start our day with Moda'ani, thanking God for restoring our soul to us. We have blessings we could say on foods. There's even an idea to say a hundred blessings every single day, just to really be mindful. Rabbi Avigdor Miller of Blessed Memory, he was the king of teaching about gratitude. He would stop and focus on the smallest little piece of a clementina. He would talk about this in depth, how it's perfectly bite-sized and the color and the vitamins and it comes out exactly when we need it in the winter, when we need the vitamin C and each juice granule is enclosed in a thin casing. So when you bite into it, it bursts forth. It's like the ultimate gusher. Like my kids love that candy, the gushers. I'm like, this is Hashem's gushers. (laughs) It's amazing. And we could not appreciate it we could totally, totally miss it. There is a lot more that could be said about this topic, but just to end with Hanukkah and with this beautiful, beautiful, miraculous holiday that we celebrate, that we are coming up to. Hanukkah was the last large scale open miracle that we experienced as a people. And it's almost as if God wanted to give us a gift before we went out into the long exile that we're still in currently today. It was almost like a reminder from God that if we do our part, he could help us and just hang in, hang tight. Anything could change. God could break all boundaries. 
It's almost like when you're sending your kid off to camp or off to school or college and you give them something like a kiss, a symbol of your love, a blessing. Give them a hug. Put your hands on their head. Give them a little whisper in their ear. That's what God gave us. And that's what Hanukkah is. The miracles and the messages of Hanukkah is what God gave us to hold on to. So when we come to this holiday in just a couple days, I want you to think about the blessing that you are, the blessing of your life, the blessing God gave you and the promise that he has done miracles for us and he will continue to do miracles for us because, my friends, you are worth a miracle. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful Hanukkah and let's light up the world with kindness and goodness and sanctification of God's name. Sending you so much love. Thank you for listening. We value that you are a part of our community. Be sure to check out our other podcast episodes and to learn more about the work that we do at Inspired Jewish Women, please check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website at www.inspiredjewishwomen.com. Notice that we use the word woman and not woman in plural because Jewish women are most powerful when we bond together. And we together can create amazing, positive changes in the world. Bye for now. Hope to see you again soon so we could continue this conversation.